Boom, just like that, we're back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by Manscaped. Use that promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order. Think about it. 50 years from now, or 50 years ago, 60 years ago, even 100 years ago, well, it doesn't really matter the further you go back, but they didn't have a thing called a bald hair trimmer. Think about that. People are in a lab right now perfecting a ball hair trimmer just so guys like you and I, well, girls listen to this too, girls can use it, I'm sure, uh, just be able to shave down below the waist, okay? It's an amazing product. They call it the Lawnmower 3.0. They also have other products like foot deodorant, ball deodorant, ball wipes. Everything that it comes, everything, excuse me, uh, when it comes to grooming down below the waistline, Manscaped is taking care of you and I. They've sent some product over to us here at High Button Sports. I love their products. I use the ball hair trimmer early in the morning, fresh in the shower. I should say it's waterproof as well because I use it in the shower. Uh, they have travel kits so you can take your products on the road. Remember, use the promo code HBSports to get 20% off your order head on over to the website right now manscaped.com and we're back welcome high button podcast i'm justin even though i just said that at the very beginning before the ad read uh we've got a special episode for you today there's been a lot of people asking questions about our social media game and the nostalgic photos that we've been posting on our instagram twitter facebook all that good stuff so i figured we just go down memory lane here for a bit and i give you a little bit of uh I guess some stories and a little background of uh, these rinks and, and what they mean to me and some stories that, uh, you know, that happened within the rinks. The days I got cut, the days I scored a goal, the days, uh, you know, you play in a rink every now and then in the HRM and there's 500 people in there. If you're lucky enough to, to play in one of those games, I'm sure some of you have. Uh, but there's rinks around this part of the uh, rinks around this part of the province that mean a lot to me. So it's going to be a great episode. I'm Justin. We've got Mark and Jeff in here. Mark's been here for seven months. Jeff's the new intern here. He's been here for about three months. Uh, and the boys are just in the studio. We're just going to reminisce. Going to be a great episode. All right. I'm Justin. This is the High Button Podcast. Mark, Jeff are here. Here we go. You know what comes next. <laughs> good yeah cleaned the studio yesterday and the dust from everywhere just got into the mics and everything oh, none yeah. of you guys said anything about the studio by the way of it being clean oh well so it's usually get, clean pretty clean well the floor was a little dusty because the driveway was a little muddy so like the, the mud yeah. from oh. the mud from outside comes in but i spent all day yesterday cleaning it no one said shit today. well it looks good <laughs> so no you know well, it's, it's, i know mark if you're gonna it was hectic when i came in here I didn't even have a chance to look at the studio. When I came in, you were, go, go, go. Well, what do you expect? we got to work. we got to log in. I'm just saying. You're usually not focused on it. You usually just get in, start start going, you know? All right, enough. (laughs) A lot of people have been asking recently about um, social media and the rinks that we've been posting. Some of the things that go on in those rinks. Memories within those rinks. Oh yeah, all over. And there's sorry, you go. Oh, see, yeah, yeah. And there's and there's a lot of things that you know, growing up in those rinks, you got a lot of memories, and that's the one thing I miss through COVID. Is is that mic good enough? You, if you're able to talk into that. Oh yeah. And that's the one thing through COVID that I miss is being in, in sporting events with a lot of people, tons of people. You know, Halifax Metro Center being one of them with ten thousand people being able to sit down and watch a, a Halifax Mooseheads game, a Halifax Thunderbirds game. Maybe go to a concert. 
even though I don't know if there's any been good concerts here in the past couple of years. Yeah. Has it, when was the, what's the best concert that's been here in the past 10 years? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. I think this was been 2008. Well, that's your answer right oh, there. That's, that's so your, an, that's well, your there answer. You so there, there hasn't really go. been, you there, know what I mean? So that, that's, one. what's that? Old Dominion came. That was a big deal. What year was that? Like 2018. Okay. But I mean, that's pretty niche. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm getting at. They're, but I like being in the Metro Center when there's great concerts, but I, Snoop Dogg, but that wasn't even a great concert. And that was 2016. <laughs> I remember I was up in the Skybox during that concert, which oh. is the worst place ever for a concert to be up in a Skybox. It's garbage. And, you know, I was like 16, 17. And I was like, oh, let's smoke some weed. And then the guy from the the next door neighbor in the Skybox, he's like, no, 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 no smoking weed. He's a cop. Pulls out his badge. The guy's wearing an Ed Hardy t-shirt, jacked. Pulls out the... <laughs> Pulls out the, his badge what? from his back pocket. An Ed Hardy t-shirt. Damn. He had an Ed Hardy t-shirt on, and he just pull, whips his, ba- his badge out. He's like, no, no smoking weed here today. Today and this. And then there's a, there's, yeah. there's a bit where Snoop Dogg goes like, you know, F the police. And, and then I just look directly at the guy next door, and he's just shaking his head. He's a motherfucker. <laughs> you were at a Skybox for a Snoop concert. Yeah, I don't even went, know how I got the tickets. And they wouldn't. And you go to smoke weed, and the cop next to you shuts I didn't know. I didn't even. That is awesome. I was joke. I didn't even have weed. But I'm like a 60, like, because Snoop Dogg, he's all about weed and F the police and Tupac and all that stuff. So I was just going along with it. I'm like, yeah, let's smoke weed. Yeah. I didn't have weed on me. <laughs> but I remember, like, but that's the thing. Like, I don't remember when there was a great, I don't think I've ever been to a great concert in Halifax my entire life. If I'm thinking right now straight. I've been to great hockey games. Yeah, it really is. It I've, makes you think. It is a sports town more so. Like, yeah. they don't but, really do concerts here. But that's the thing. Why not? Wait, what? You could easily, even if it's not the Halifax Metro Center, you could, you know, the Forum is a great venue. What's the Forum? 4,000? 3,000? 5,600. 5,600? That's great, Mark. Good job. Uh, yeah, is it actually 5,600? Uh, that's what Wikipedia says for hockey. Is it? For capacity. So imagine okay. with on the floor, yeah. it would be like six grand, 6,000 probably on the floor. Like that's a great venue for a great concert. But no, I've never been to a, a concert here in Halifax that was just mem- memorable. I'm sure there's been tons, but no. not in my lifetime. But in terms of sporting events. In terms, it's, in, in terms of sporting events, yeah, tons. But oddly enough, some of the best sporting events that I've attended, you know, weren't at the Metro Center. They were in smaller venues. The old St. Mary's Arena, watching high school hockey, even though I wasn't playing in the game. It was Halifax West versus Citadel. Those old rivalry games. You know, there's a couple games um, at Centennial where I did play in Fairview, playing for the Halifax West Warriors, jammed packed. And I even remember not playing for Halifax West Warriors and being able to go see one of those games at Centennial, and they were selling beer at the games. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't uh, high school. But nonetheless, do, do they sell beer anymore at Junior A games around here? Uh, I have to think. You know, the, those kids will be old enough that you can, you know, have a liquor license in there, no problem. Because Major Junior is. No problem, yeah. but I gotta imagine uh, yeah. high school for a liquor license. I gotta imagine that's absolutely. Like, I, no I remember problem. going to the Halifax Forum to watch the Olin Exports back oh, in yeah. back in when nineties, oh, yeah. early two thousands, and you know I'm a kid. Dad takes you, and you look around at the Halifax Forum. Five thousand people on a Wednesday. 
6,000, no, not 6,000. 5,600. 5,600 people there on a Wednesday just to see Picto County come in and play. Were they a team back then, Picto? Uh, I have to try to think when the Crushers moved to Picto, but yeah, definitely, you know, okay, well, teams coming around. Anaganish Bulldogs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Came to play at the Halifax Forum. And they would have those crowds? Maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit by saying 5,600, but easily mm-hmm. 4,000 on a Wednesday. You know, when you get your t- you know, at the Forum when you go and you get your ticket, you got to usually, you know, you sit wherever you want. But I remember easily going into the Forum when I was younger and you had to sit in your designated seat because there's that many people. And then you look up in the top left. What's the beer garden called up at the Forum? The Wolverine Lounge. The Wolverine Lounge. It's changed its name a couple time, times, hasn't it? Is it uh, still the Wolverine's Wolver the Wolverine's Lounge? Last time I checked, it was the Wolverine Lounge, like for the old Wolverines, like that. Like but the, it's still the Wolverine's lo- Lounge. Wolverine's Lounge now. Yes, uh, I believe so. And you look up in that corner with four thousand people in there, and there's probably a hundred people up in that lounge. On a Wednesday, or Thursday, maybe Friday. But why isn't my question is why isn't that happening right now? I obviously COVID, yeah. but aside from COVID, a, aside from COVID, and I remember I played Junior A in uh, in Halifax at the Forum for the Halifax Lions. Um, you know the the crowds weren't there, unfortunately. Yeah. And if that if and then you know that that conversation comes up every now and then about the the style of play of where today's hockey is and how it's not aggressive and how you don't get as many fights as the Olin exports and how there wasn't as much uh, crash and bang when I played compared to back then, but the amount of fun that you could have going into an Olin exports game and the environment, the environment going into the Halifax Forum when you're a kid compared to even when you're an adult to go in there and grab a beer sit down and just enjoy tremendously tremendously fun and memorable you don't forget moments like that at least at my age now when I'm 29 and I look back on some of the games that I've seen there compared to now when I go to even when Smew played at the Forum because now they play at the new rink but when you go watch Smew back at the Forum you know that's the best hockey in Halifax and you, you you're lucky if you get a thousand people in there Back in the day, when did that rink get built at Smew? Two years ago? Yeah, a couple what, years ago. A couple years ago? Were they selling beer at these Smew games? Yeah, I think so. I've had a couple beer watching a Smew game. Yeah. But you don't see any sure. dads in there with their kid. You know, you, you see kids that are over at the Civic that come over after practice and just happen to catch a Smew game. You just happen to catch it. That's a good point. I mean, you, like Halifax, like you said, even when we had Jim, like Jim Midgley on, he was talking all about how the crowds would be nuts for him when he was playing, uh, like at the Smew Rink. And what would you? What, what would you? What, what would you rather do? How old are you right now? Twenty-one. So you're twenty-one. So let's say, you know, you're fourteen, thirteen years old. When you're thirteen years old, do you have an iPad in your hands at that age? You have a phone in your hands at thirteen? No, not. I was like a little before that era. Okay, so right, before. so right. Does anyone know any thirteen-year-olds or twelve-year-olds right oh, now? Well, yeah, they definitely yeah. would. So twelve-year-olds, thirteen-year-olds, they have an iPad and like a phone. Do you have a phone in your hand at that age? I, I, like at right least now. an iPad, dude. at least like a fourth-generation like iPad, like. Okay, so the, like, okay, so when you're when you're technology. at that age, thir- 13, 12, whatever, and you have a, a phone 
in your hand and an iPad and you have YouTube at your fingertips and you're able to watch anything at any time. You're able to, to go, what is it, Twitch, what are the other ones, Instagram, you go do anything you want. TikTok. That's pure entertainment right there, pure entertainment. But when the, I was 12 years old, 13 years old, and my dad came home and he goes, Justin, I got tickets for the Halifax Olandex sports game. He doesn't even have to say Halifax Mooseheads. He doesn't have to say any of that. He goes, Justin, we're going to the forum tonight to watch the exports because back then you had a couple Moosehead guys got put down to junior A. So you knew some names. You know what I mean, Mark? Yep. So you saw a couple people. And there's no better feel, especially when your parents tell you that in the morning before you go to school. So you're at school all day, not paying attention to whatever the teacher's saying. And you're just thinking about getting home. You know your mom's probably going to order pizza or something. You're not, you're, you're not worried about anything in life other than getting in the car with your dad to go watch a junior A game and watch someone potentially get beat up and sit with 4,000, 5,000 people, seeing your buddy from Cresthaven that you only see every now and then because he goes to a different elementary or a different junior high, and you get to see that girl you kind of like, but now you don't ever really get to see her, but only at these hockey games and things like that. Because back then, there's no Facebook. There's no social media. There's no... um, there's nothing. If you want to be able to interact with someone that you have no idea who it is, even as a kid, you had to go out. You had to go to the playground. You had to do something in order to to see the world. You had to see the world through your own eyes. And now that's not that's not the case. If you want to see anything entertainment entertaining, dude, go on your computer. I'm with you. I'm with you because my I had two older brothers. One twenty nine now. One twenty six. So when I I would have been just a kid growing up when they were playing hockey so i was always at the rink and i didn't have a ipad in my hands or anything no chance when i was 10 years old yeah. i had the like uh like you know you brought a couple toys to the rink you watched the game you made friends with the with the other people on the uh the other kids like you oh. know my brother would play with these people year after year yeah. so i would get to know their younger siblings like it wasn't like it is now and here's the thing now. about here's the thing about even going to some of these games as an adult it's business. You know, you go out to a Halifax Metro Center, you go to a Halifax Moosehead game, and you walk the crowds at intermission. Are you good? Oh, yeah, just, uh, I think I know, yeah. yeah and you walk the crowds, and you see people. Yeah, you're shooting the shit. How are you? How's the family? Well, that's business. That's talking. Hey, what, what, what are you doing next week? Oh, oh, we got beer sales over here. We're hosting an event here. We're doing this over here. We have this going on here. Okay, great. Well, my company's doing this, 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 and that. And you start to align business opportunities. That's that's business. But now, don't get me wrong, email's great. You know, texting, calling, phone calls, Zoom calls kind of suck. But, you know, being able to go out to a, a, a sporting event when you're an adult, that's business. You know, you don't go out looking like a slob. You put your best pair of pants on. When you go to a, a an event, a hockey game, anything, you know, you, you look good. You look presentable because there's an opportunity that you might see someone that you want to be able to conduct business with. That's all lost right now. I know because of COVID, but, you know, when things get back, don't get me wrong, I'm sure that will be able to happen soon, hopefully within the next six months. But I just remember that being back in the day going to the form, even the Metro Center, the Halifax Mooseheads as a kid, and... And just being more than a hockey game. And right now, I just don't think that's there. You know, if you're an adult, even still, you're you're in your early 20s. How old do you have to be to drink here? 19? 19, 19 years old? 19. And to be able to go have a beer and sit down and, and, and talk to some friends and enjoy some entertainment that's right in front of you without a phone in your face and knowing that there's 4,000 people around you. That, I don't think that's a feeling that, uh, that will ever come back or will ever be experienced in your generation. I don't think... 
at least at the smaller venues. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make this about beer and alcohol and being able to enjoy yourself while having a beer. I'm not trying to say that at all. But it is part of the experience. It's part of the experience. How when that. you're younger and you, you know you go and you see the the old man have a, a beer there and you you see the, the friends go and and have a good time. That's part of the hockey experience. Believe it or not, it's just not watching a hockey game. It's just not going to a rink and sitting down and watching uh, three periods of hockey, each period being 20 minutes long with whistles. It's it's more than that. It's uh it's it's a cultural experience here in Halifax. I'm sure if you go to Dubai, you know they they love different sports. They have different venues. They have different cultural experiences. You go to you know Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, I'm sure you're watching. Uh, what do they do over in Dublin? Rugby. Hurley. Rugby. Cur- say that. Again. Hurley. Hurley? Hurley, yes. What's Hurley? What's that? It's like you're on a field and they have like these, these sticks there. It's almost like lacrosse, but it's like one of these Gaelic games. Yeah. And it's like, it's big in Ireland, like the Gaelic. The Gaelic. Like Hurley, yeah. Hurley. You know, I'm sure they're doing Hurley. It's a cultural experience, Hurley is. You know, Hurley is embedded in, Hurley is embedded in Ireland. Yep. Right? Yep. Just kind of like local hockey is embedded in Halifax, or was, to it, your it, point. It, yeah, it, and just how local hockey is embedded in Halifax and everything that goes on in these rinks are some of the the best memories I have to date, a hundred percent. And that's you know leading off with you know the form and those Olin Exports games. Those were, you know, being and that's where you kind of learn to you you. Like I remember sometimes going to those games, not paying a ticket, and being able to sneak past a security guard just to get into that game. And I'm not in, I'm not saying that's I'm not I'm not saying go do that. But mm-hmm. there's lessons there. There's lessons, you know. Okay, we don't have a ticket. Okay, let, let, let's somehow figure out a way to get in. Let's sneak back. Let's sneak past the security guard who's making ten dollars an hour, who doesn't really care if he sees you or not. You know, there's lessons there. there. There's things that you have to figure out yourself. Okay, you know, I lost my parent at the game. Where is he? You're in a crowd full of four thousand people. Oh shit! I don't have a cell phone. I got to somehow find my dad. You get worried, but there's lessons there. You grow yep. through those experiences. Dad gives you a thirty bucks. Okay, go grab a popcorn, two pop, a uh, Snickers bar, and and um, what's another kind of candy bar? Uh, Skittles. Skit- no, not Skittles. Like with a nut, like a chocolate. Uh, like like, like O'Henry. Like a, yeah, like is an O'Henry. Henry. Go grab an yeah. O'Henry yeah. bar. The, you know what I mean? The dads who like the nut. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, that's the first time dad's putting 30 bucks in your hand and you're going to get something by yourself. You don't know how to carry the popcorn back. Maybe you spill it. Right. You got two pops in your hand. Maybe you don't have the twist on cap. Maybe it's the cap with yeah. the with the uh, the pop on. You're walking back to the seat. The form, how many How many rows are in the form? 10 rows? No, way more than 10. Uh, yeah, it goes pretty deep. 10 or 15. 10 or 15? Yeah. Now think about that. You're that young. You got all that food in your hand. You got to be able to balance it, carry it up the stairs, and bring that back. Without that, a tray. Without a tray sometimes. That's a lesson learned. That's responsibility. Budgeting as well. Budgeting as well, $30. sure. You can't exceed the $30. You can't be $30 in one cent. You know, it's got to be 30 or less. 100%. So... And the, these are just some of the things that maybe, like me talking right now, I really could be talking out of my ass. I have no idea because, I, I to be quite honest with you, in my late 20s right now, I don't remember the last time I went to a, a game and that wasn't a Moosehead game and, and had a, a beer or, or sat down and, and enjoyed a, a concert or anything like that. It's one thing that I missed through all this, through this COVID. You know, as soon as this is over, I, my prediction is that, you know, restaurants are going to go through the roof. There's going to be a baby boom, guaranteed. As soon as people are allowed back at bars, baby boom is going to be going. There's going to be a baby boom. Watch. Nine months um, later. 100%. <laughs> Another baby they're going to be the COVID boom, the COVID babies. Generation C, I hear, is what they're going to be is called. That, is that, yeah? Generation C? Generation COVID? COVID? Yeah, after Z, you have C. And that's, that's messed up. You know what I mean? So, like, that's one thing I'm really missing lately. And I, I could be completely, I could be talking out of my ass. 
but I, I know I'm not are. talking out. I know I'm not talking out of my ass with those junior A games and those um, and and some certain concerts around here. How there's there's no concerts, which is bullshit. I I don't think you're talking out of your ass. I think you have these memories, obviously, and like times like these make you like kind of re- like remember them a little bit more. Like mm. you said, you don't even have the opportunity to do it if you wanted to right now. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to your point when this stuff's over. Like maybe instead of like sitting at home on a Thursday night, you'll say, "Well, I did that yeah. for a year in COVID. Maybe I should go to the Smew game." Hundred yeah. percent. So that might be something that could come back with this. But that's part of the reason why I want to do this podcast is because I want the people that are listening to this to understand that we're kind of in a special time right now where things will be back to normal. I think within the next six months, I, I think the Halifax Metro Center will be packed. Maybe people will be wearing masks and they're still and you will be able to have a, a drink in there. You pull your mask down, you, put, you, you pull your mask down, you have a sip of beer, and then you put your mask back up. Oh, yeah. I think that will be happening within the next six months. Yep. They know and business. I, and I just want yeah, people to, to listen to this podcast six months. Well, are you good? Yep. I just want people to listen to this podcast like six months out, like right now, and know that times are going to be changing and maybe going back to normal a little bit. And I have this conversation with my buddy all the time. I'll say his name, Alex Affairs. We're a great buddy of mine. Played for Gatineau. You know, he's your brother. Okay. And, you know, we, we talk about sometimes the city of Halifax and how it's, oh, there's nothing to do here. You know, no, it's a thing, Mark. It's a oh, thing. Well. You know, there, there's people, I've been out and about where there's people complain. Uh, yeah. Nothing going on. I, I've been to this bar 20 times. I, you know, it's not, I can't do anything. I know you might disagree, Mark, but. I'm out in the social scene. Yeah, I know, I, I, I know, I know what goes on in the streets of Halifax. I'm tapped in. I have my ear to the what did they say? The ear to the fingers railway. Fingers to the pulse. I ear my what? Fingers on the pulse of what's fingers going on. Fingers on the pulse is another finger. Version. Yeah. That's... Ear to the floor. Ear to the ground. Is that what it is? Fingers on the pulse. No, it's ear to the railway. What? Yeah, you keep your ear on the rail or something. Isn't Almost, it? I will two for the same thing. I would think for that one. But... You ever put a quarter on a railway and watch a train go over and it flattens it? Most uh, exhilarating really? thing of all Isn't time. Is that how oh, derailments it's... happen? <laughs> no, not with a quarter. <laughs> Anyways, I just you know we have me and Alex have this conversation every now and then. How about th- th- there's complaints about I have nothing to do and it's just you got to open your eyes and see the availability of what goes on within this city or within the HRM. And yeah, okay, sure. It might not be the best thing that's happening right now, but that has nothing to do with, that has nothing to do with the other people that are in attendance or the other people that are in your surrounding. It matters if you're having a good time. If you go to a Sackville Blazers junior B game and there's 400 people in that rink and they're rowdy. That's a good time. It's a great time. Yeah. It's a great time. Community support behind that team, unbelievable. You know, we talked to Connor Hurdle out in East Ants right now, and, you know, it's frustrating out there too because they don't have the ice in the in the big rink. They're in that small rink, so seating capacity is very limited. So they're hoping by next year when things open up, the ice goes back into the big rink. And, you know, you, you talk about smaller communities in the HRM that support their junior B teams, support their salt. Are we good? Oh, yeah, just I was going to say that's like the heartbeat of the community. It's heartbeat it's the local of the, rink, the community center, the curling club. I mean, heartbeat. That's where everyone comes together. And that's the community. that's Play what I, that's what I want to that's what I want to hone in on right now with this with this podcast is as soon as things open up again, I want everyone that's listening to this podcast to go to these events. You have to support your local team. You have to support you know that that uh, you know that band of those guys who are 19 years old that are, are playing at the commu- at the local YMCA. Go to those events. Talk to the people that are in your community. 
and and enjoy it because you're going to be able to make memories. Take your kid's phone, take your kid's iPad. I don't want to say throw it out the window. <laughs> Chuck it. It looks like that's about what you were going to say. And, and pre- it, 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 show your children. I'm not. I don't have kids. I'm not trying to t- tell you how to raise your kid or anything like that. Big Daddy Justin. <laughs> but I do know that who I am today as a as a person, like me or love me, has a lot to do with not having a phone or an iPad in my hand and seeing the world and going through problems and thinking for myself and facing facing the world and not facing a phone or, or, or an iPad or a laptop. And sometimes I have that problem myself. We all do. It's a phone. It's an iPad. We're all looking at phones, iPads, I mean, yeah, laptop. It's, it's, part, it's, it's embedded. Us. It's part of our blood. You're the owner of a media company. I'm an owner of a media company. <laughs> like, keep, yeah, like, keep doing it. But the reason why I think sometimes I'm successful at this is because I have somewhat of a real-world experience. I, I, I know what people are missing right now in their lives, and I know how to fill that void. I know that there's a lot of people right now hurting because they can't go to a game and see their cousin in New Brunswick play against. That's, a, that's what's great about our live streaming. You have people from grandmothers yeah. in New Brunswick right now that are, you All know, the time. they can't see their grandson play Bantam AA in, uh, in Bedford. And we're able, to, I don't know if we do Bedford, Bantam AA, but you know what I mean. Triple yeah, A. So like a, a big part of my success with this whole media thing is I, I think I know how to fill a certain void of what people are missing right now, whether it's the podcast and the conversation I have. When was the last time any of you two sat down and had a conversation with a person for an hour? Be honest, other than your mom and dad. Or brother. Uh, besides my girlfriend, you know what I, I mean. Not, not not anyone in a. You while. know what I mean. If so it's like in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and the way to move against all this media and everything, and like, is just to be completely different from everyone else. And that's. And I'm getting off topic here. Um, no, I think it's. Yeah, I think you're. But I think you hit something there. Tangent. But if you want, to, I tangent. think. I think if you if you're teaching your children how how to be successful in life, you got to teach them how to think for themselves because. You know, there's a part. There's honestly like a part of me right now that's a little upset that this studio looks exactly like Joe Rogan's studio. Well, it's not. I, well, I'm not thinking like for myself. I was watching his and going, I want to be like Joe Rogan. I want to be able to do this. I want to be able yeah. to do what he's doing, and it, it's very similar to what his layout is. And that's that's a product of me watching Joe Rogan a lot and, and somewhat mimicking him without even noticing. But at the same time, you don't want a red toaster spaceship gaudy thing like he has right now. Yeah, what well, I don't care. That's actually pretty sick. I actually <laughs> you like, like that. that. Yeah, it's like not it? bad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not convinced. Looks like a spaceship or something. I think it's cool. His old one, I I thought was pretty nice. Oh yeah, that is that is similar to this. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. To to uh to your point though, I was actually watching an old high button video to like more on the rink side and filling the rinks and all that. I was watching an old high button video, the road to the Telus Cup. That video you did like with with the Max. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like that video actually got me so hyped for like. for like just gatherings and like I I'd never really been part of a team that would have like a big yeah. big crowd like that but I assume you have where it's like it fills the crowd it's a big deal in the Telus Cups there you're kind of young you haven't exactly played in front of a moosehead sized crowd yet so those moments are like are like something that I think you can kind of play to and something that's been missing and hugely I'll, and <laughs> I'll and I'll tell you right now for someone who's played in front of crowds. You know, when you play in front of, I've played in front, I think the most I've ever played in front of was maybe like 8,000. And you don't notice the 8,000 people at all. You're focused on the game. You're, it's just like playing a pickup game in Centennial. You're focused on, when you got a breakaway, you're not going, look at the 8,000 people yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. You're focused on the puck and putting it in the back of the net. It's more of a better, I'm telling you right now, everyone that, that you think you're missing out on playing in a big crowd. It's great. Don't get me wrong. It's great, you know, wheeling around and, and warm up, shooting the puck. You know, maybe you got a girl in the stands. You know, it's, it's a great feeling. But being part of a, a community within 
a group of people in a, in a, in a, in a fan setting is one of the best feelings in my opinion in the world jerry someone asked jerry seinfeld once jerry do you want to be a, an owner of the new york mets because he's a big new york mets guy jerry seinfeld and he goes you got to be nuts yeah the best part about being involved in baseball is the fan aspect a hot dog a beer and a seat it's the best part of a sporting activity is being able to sit there and root for your team if you're part of the ownership group it's stress it's it's worry it's money it's management it's signing free agents it's all that bullshit he's like the best part of sports are being a fan yeah and that's one thing i want to hone in on for the well, how much time are we at right now uh 25 minutes yeah 25 minutes so that's one thing i you got something nope good so that's one thing i i, I just kind of want to hone in on is if once this is over if you're a dad, if you're a mom and you're listening to this right now, just do me and the company a favor and all the other sporting events that are going on within the HRM. Is take the phone out of the hands, take the laptop, take the even if they're going to put up a fight, just reward it with something. Say, "Okay, listen little Benny boy, we're going to go to the Dartmouth Dry game today. I got to take we're not going to use your phone. We're not going to just we're going to leave we're going to leave this stuff at home right now. We're going to go to a to a baseball game." Um, and they're obviously going to fight. They're going to put up a stink. So what you do, you put a little reward in front of their face. You, who cares? You know, if it's uh, we're going to stop at McDonald's on the way home, get an ice cream and a Big Mac or what are they called? Happy Meal. You know what I mean? So it, just put McFlurry, the Oreo for sure. But you oh, know, yeah. put a, something in front of them that uh, will allow them to to experience this. That's that's all I ask. I really don't ask much from this podcast. I just hope that you listen, you tune in, you subscribe, all that good stuff. But from your everyday life, I don't really ask of much. Um, so that's, you know, one thing I, I really want to hone in on with, uh, the first little bit of this podcast is, you know, just do your best to go out and try to experience these things and, and, um, and it'll be worth it for sure. I remember going sometimes to Dow, the old Dow rink with the with the wooden roof. And I was, we never, I, I be honest, I played a lot more, uh, lacrosse there than, uh, hockey. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I played a lot of lacrosse Inside there. Inside that old rink. There. Yeah, and it was huge because I remember if you wanted to play there, and you wanted to be a great. You didn't even have to be a good player as long as we had good cardio. You'd be good to go in the old Dow rink. Cause was it an Olymp- was it an Olympic size rink? Um, I think it was bigger, wasn't it? Well, bigger than the Olympic. Yeah. It could than be Olympic size rink. Well, I don't know if it's bigger than Olympic. I mean, bigger than a typical like so, an NHL rink. Yeah. bigger than NHL. Rink. So I remember if you had good cardio by the third period of the lacrosse game, you would outrun everyone that had terrible cardio. So even if you weren't the best player, at least you'd be able to get away from the other players that didn't have the best stamina. Excuse me. But I always remember that Dow rink being uh, uh, a center for not just lacrosse, not just hockey, but like fencing. fencing. It was like there was fencing back there, back by the where the dressing rooms were. They had volleyball back there. They had like a gym. It's like a gym in the rink. In the rink, yeah, I know like the way rink. back there. Like in the if you go back to like where the dressing rooms were at the old Dow rink. Confused? Do you ever go there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Confusion. It was confused. Yeah, because you'd like go down, and there'd be like a one way down to the left, but then you could go down further, and then go to the left, and it kind of was like a square on yeah. the side, and then you never really knew where the right side led to. So yeah, it was like a dead end, so you had to turn around, or was it? Yeah, it was. I don't know. It, it was. I definitely know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, that rink was classic, man. That that gets like still gets posted online sometimes, like by places because of like the the old school look of it with the wooden roof, like you were saying. The one side had the stands. Yeah. The other side had no stands. There was a giant rink under it had yeah. like the Dal history. Yeah. All that stuff. And I remember that was um, the year before. 
the my first Mooseheads tryout. That's where like the guys that were on the Mooseheads that still lived in Halifax in the summer would train. And I remember I got invited to a couple skates there, and that smell. Whenever you walked into the old Dow rink, I remember because after it was probably still up for a couple years, maybe after the Mooseheads thing. And that same energy and that nervous energy would just creep into me. Even if I was just going to see my cousin play a game of hockey or something like that, I'd walk into that rink and that the, 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 the smell of the wooden roof would just enter you. And you would get all those feelings from back when you're 18, 19 years old of that nervous energy trying yeah. to make that team. And it's incredible what that feeling will do to you when you walk back into any rink now that's still yeah. up. Centennial. Perfect example. That's that was my home rink playing for the Halifax Hawks, mostly Triple A teams. Okay, not bad. I'm trying to stay. Yeah. Every yeah. yeah. no, I'm not gonna lie. I played Double A yeah. every now and then. Yeah. yeah. So what was the what was the memories like there then? The Centennial. They have the they had a canteen there. That was a smaller rink though. That was a much smaller rink than Dal. Centennial to me. I'm not gonna say where I was a boy to a man, but. When I talk about life lessons and, and going out and seeing the world, I would probably say to this day, 25% of the lessons that I've learned in life. You good, Mark? Yep. 25% of the lessons that I've learned in life, maybe more, I don't know, I'm not the best with percentages, are from uh, are from that rink. 25% easily. And you're asking, okay, well, what lessons? Well, how did you learn these lessons? First time I've ever really been yelled at by someone else other than your parents getting yelled at when you're in peewee probably even adam what's below adam or what's below peewee adam yeah, yeah. adam yeah. you go where does it go tykes timbits uh, timbits Tykes. adam okay so one guys too many people are talking what is it uh it goes timbits at novice adam peewee bantam but they have that all switched now you know first time ever being yelled at by someone else other than your parents and adam there's a lesson there, hundred percent. You leave the rink, things aren't that difficult outside of the rink because the most difficult thing you had to go through all week was at that rink being yelled at by your coach. At the time, you're pissed. At the time, you don't know how to feel. At the time, you don't know if you're supposed to talk back. But if your parents raised you correctly, you know that you don't talk back to an adult, and you take that, you swallow it, and you become a better man for it. Getting cut, probably P uh, Timbits. I think there's no AAA in Timbits, but like in Adam, I was double A. Peewee, I was triple A, but that dog, one sec. Careful. I know. Did it stop barking? Yes. So, you know, getting cut, first time, politics of hockey entered my universe. Emails, hey, Justin might make the triple A team. My parents really didn't care about politics if he makes it he makes it if he doesn't he doesn't they'd probably be happier if i made a lower level of hockey because that meant less driving for them um but you know adversity being cut from a triple a AAA team down to a double a team all happened in centennial arena um some of my heights were in centennial arena i became i became a i became a real hockey player in centennial arena by playing for halifax west warriors uh that was my jump from okay to go into major midget with the max where i was the leading scorer um but 360 degrees um not 360 180 of being an average player to that guy who's okay 
to becoming that full-grown, confident hockey player that was able to almost do whatever he wanted on the ice up to a certain degree. Um, but like I said, when you walk into the rink today, and I'm sure a lot of people listening right now, I'm sure both of you guys listening right now have places that you walk into and you, so many memories come back and you're like, holy shit, this has happened here, this happened there. Uh, I figured that out over there. That's just my, that's my... That's your rink. No, what, what's it called when like Buddhist people pray under like a mosque? A, that's your like, I'm not praying right. in Centennial, but that's like where you... It's like almost like a religious experience. Yeah, a place of worship. A, pr- a place of worship? Yeah, whether it be a church, a mosque, a synagogue. So it's a synagogue? No, synagogue is the Jewish one, but a, pl- a place of worship is what you're... A place of worship. Is what you're getting at. Yeah, but it's not like a religious experience for me to walk into Centennial, but I'm saying it's, 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 it's a big part of who I am today, and it shaped me for who I am today. And when I talk to coaches now, I'm not going to name any names, and the lessons that I've learned back in the day shaped me today those lessons aren't being taught today unfortunately i don't think you're allowed i don't think a kid is allowed to go through adversity under the age of 15 16 could be younger can't you can't yell at adam kid imagine yelling at an adam kid right now how old's adam 12 11 10 9 does anyone know that's how you get under or, what, under 13 under yeah, 10 yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah. under and you know you you, you could you I, I know a lot of coaches right now you can't do that and if you do do that, fired. Nine times out of ten, you're getting an email from the parent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Can't teach a lesson anymore without maybe texting it to a kid. I don't know how you get through to a kid anymore. Texting. I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't. You know, know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But when I see these posts, like that's why another reason why we're doing this podcast is because people are asking, "What's with these old pictures?" and What's with, you know, the picture of Centennial Arena's uh, cafeteria? You know what I mean? It's like, what's with that? But yet, that's one of our, I think we got like almost 300 likes on that picture from Centennial Arena's cafeteria. It's because, you know, that's where a lot of lessons were learned for a lot of guys. How old are you, Mark? 29? 28. 28. So guys like mine and Mark's age growing up and, and being in these scenarios, they're important to a lot of people because we're getting a lot of likes on these photos because they're so nostalgic because so many people have memories there. So many people have learned lessons there. Yeah. I know I'm getting off topic with the kids not being able to learn lessons, but people's heads were up. People's were, people were looking around. People were going, okay, well, look at my surroundings. What's going on here? You got to watch yourself, I, I guess, when you're out and you're young and back in the day and when you just didn't have a phone and you, you weren't able to hide through social situations by just pretending to text someone, putting your head down, and not really paying attention, even though you are paying attention. You had to face the world for what it was. And, you know, that Centennial Arena photo of the cafeteria, a lot of lessons were learned there. Junior high, you know, dances. Or not dances, like skates. You'd go down there, you know, there'd be a couple bullies down there, a couple girls down there you're trying to get to know. You're trying to get a, a thing of onion rings. There's no, like, going back, looking at your phone, and just kind of hiding from what's going on. you got to face the world for what it is right at you. And that's full circle if I yell at a 13-year-old kid right now because I'm a hockey coach and I don't like what this kid's doing, that kid's not going to be able to take this criticism, turn it in, and be like, okay, I'm good. Let's go. I'm going to work better at this. I'm going to get better. I'm going to prove my coach wrong. I'm going to work harder in the driveway, shoot the puck, come back to next practice, and prove him wrong. But now if you do that, it's phone's down. Put, put my phone. I'm going to go home. 
go on the computer, watch a couple YouTube watch videos. YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah. What, what? Uh, I'm gonna go on Twitch and um, TikTok. The, but that that's the thing. It's I, but that's the thing I want to also hone in on. It's no one's fault. It's not these. It's yeah, not my fault. It's not the kids. It's no. It's not the coach's fault. Not the parents' fault. It's no one's fault. You're just saying there's some value in that. There's just some value in that is all I'm trying to say. Being able to face adversity. I'll admit I cried. I was 13 years old. Four, are you right, Mark? Yep. You sure? Yep. You got to say something. You're making me nervous now. Save it for another time. Are you mad at me? Uh, well, you say it. it. It can be debated. It can really be we'll debated. Just say it. I'm not. <laughs> just say it. Oh, boy. This could be. I'm not going to be mad at anything you say. If you say it, don't <laughs> Are care. you sure about yeah, go for it. Some people don't work when they get yelled at. They they need other ways that they need to be communicated. Hundred percent. I'm not going to disagree with you. And there's other ways that could be do it. You know, in a more, I don't want to say softer tone, but there are alternate ways. There yeah. are different ways. There are ways to do everything. hundred percent. It could be argued that you know, if you can go down one path, it may not work. But if you go down the next path, that'll work. I'm just saying. Maybe maybe there's I other should, ways. Maybe I should rephrase what I'm trying to say about yelling. I'm not saying yell. I'm just saying. What what what's that when uh, uh, criticism uh, constructive constructive criticism. criticism? Yeah, you don't have to yell. You don't have to yell. Just explain it they, in a way that they yeah. understand. I should say that. I should to be quite honest. I should say that again. I don't think I was really ever yelled at. I don't think I was really ever yelled at as a as a coach. Maybe like yeah, Bantam Junior, of course Junior and Bantam Pee Wee even. But I don't think like Adam I was yelled at. But constructive criticism about. Becoming a better player, making that right pass, you know, because at the time hockey's everything you, you breathe. It's hot, every it's yes. most important thing in the world. Yeah. And for someone to come up to you and say, "Yeah, you're not doing that right," hits home. Or phrase it in a way such as, um, "You're doing great, you're doing good, but just this part of your game, you're doing something that's not quite so. Yeah. Try yeah. it this way." And because yeah. every not to say that everything else you're doing is bad, because it isn't. You're doing great. Just this part needs some work. So, um. I think it should be done like this, and it's not be done. So let's try it this way. One hundred percent. Try it again until you get it. But do you think that that works for most kids? Do you think that works for most adults? If someone lets me off the hook and goes, "Yeah, you're doing a good job," but most well, of the time, I'm just going to take yeah. in that you're doing a good job. There's a reason well, tough you, love is a thing. Well, that could be a whole different path that we could go down. But mm-hmm. all, all I'm trying to say is, just start and end it in a positive. Because a lot of people work positives because so many people are so negative about seemingly everything. And just just inject that little bit of positive in there. And then that just, I, in my opinion, just me talking, that just makes the whole thing I'm, I'm not going to sit here and disagree with you, Mark. I agree 100% with what you're saying. 100%. That's the world that I'd like to be living in, where we have to just start with a positive, end it with a positive, a little bit yeah. of negative criticism right in between. Love it. Yeah. Love it. But my, my coaches back then just didn't, we weren't that way and I, I love them for time. it it was just a different time 100% we're in a new time and that's I think the way that you need to give what is it constructive constructive, constructive criticism, criticism. Way that, that's how you need to yeah. be able to approach situations I now. think there is a discussion of it that's better about though like I think you both have a point and different views at it but like I, even me I, I, I wasn't playing high level hockey but my coaches would still like yell at me and get upset and I wasn't expecting them to give me a pat on the back after getting pissed at me for messing up a play well things have not aged well from the past things that were accepted back then you know yelling at players being a real tough hard coach you know you know they don't have to like you they have to respect you that really hasn't aged well at all but we're getting off topic here this isn't even really about that the the coaching aspect it's more about like 
the rink centennial and how it formed me. Well, all of it happened at the rinks. So yeah, it, like a lot. Yeah, like I said, experience. what was that word we used? Mosque. Is uh, a place of worship. <laughs> place of worship. <laughs> Is it mosque? No, that's no, it's, like that's the Muslim one. The Muslim one. That's a version of a place of worship. Yes. Okay. It's just funny that that's the one that word that stuck in your head. I easily <laughs> just could have used church, couldn't yeah, I? Yeah. Okay. It's the same idea. Yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, lessons were learned and values uh, were taught that I carry on to this day, one hundred percent. Um, and I just hope that these uh, these Canadian rituals are still being are, are still not even just put in place. I just hope that these the these the 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 way of living here continues because it's an amazing place to live. It's uh, we're we're so fortunate to live on the east coast of Canada, a beautiful country. Um, so, some of the some of the friendliest people in the world live here and a lot of these people are willing to help a lot of these people are willing to listen a lot of the people living here um a lot of the people willing he, a lot of the people living here um are very grateful i think for living here i think a lot of people here have traveled and seen the world and when they come home they're very fortunate and they understand that Halifax or the HRM or Nova Scotia or Atlantic Canada, however you want to put it, Newfoundland, are very fortunate to live here because it, it is one of the best places to live in the world. I've been across, I, I haven't been over to, I've been, you know, I've been to Europe, I've been places and it's just an amazing place to live. And I, I hope when things open back up again, I hope that people from around here can start to, I, I just hope that people can start to, to live in that sense of, okay, we are very grateful that this is happening. I'm going to support and I'm going to go and I'm going to experience. So when, you know, the St. Mary, oh, that's one thing I'm looking forward to is St. Mary's. When those games open back up, I, I, you know, I, I, even though I'm most likely going to be working, Mark, you're most likely going to be working. Yep. But I really want to be able to go and, and, you know, have four or five beer with my friends and sit there and cheer on St. Mary's. And I hope that I'm there. How many people fit in the new St. Mary's rink? Uh, Maybe... 500 five, four, 500 so you know if you include couple hundred. if you include the people standing around standing around the um oh yeah the boards banging on the glass let's just say that's 650 let's just say 650 yeah. people can fit into the St. Mary's men's rink yes. i hope that that happens i hope that those kids up in those dorm rooms come down from that what's that what's that building the tower uh well there's three different like uh, what's dorms? the big one uh, a big tall one. There's like the Loyola. That's like a big, like tall one. I say Loyola, whatever it doesn't matter. That I hope that all those. I hope that they all come out and they 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 go to these games and they support St. Mary's men's hockey, St. Mary's women's hockey, and they they go out and they, and they have a couple beer. If that's the one thing, do they have beer sales at these games? Uh, well, yeah. Why are they not selling beer at these too. games? Well, it's adults playing. A hundred percent. Well, I, I'm pretty sure they do. But why? But why are they getting rid of? Why is that culture not? Why is the drinking culture within hockey games being lessened? I'm pretty uh, sure at my junior games, you did they did you know as many people as they wanted could come, but I don't think they sold beer. I think they want to shoo bit binge drinking. They don't want they want to avoid that. What, is, what does that cost. mean? Like like having too much, drunk, stammering oh out of the rink. That's kind of that's kind of part of it. That it that, <laughs> well, but that this is exactly drive. this is exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. The Canadian culture, like it or love, hate it or love it. Did I say that correctly? Love it or love it or hate, hate it. it. There is alcohol involved in it. If you don't drink, that's fine. Oh, don't especially drink. Especially the Maritimes. Don't drink. That's fine. 
have a wad. Like, I'm not going to judge you. Maybe some people will judge, and that those people suck. If, if you have a buddy who's just not drinking for a month and you make fun of them, fuck you. Just relax. Who cares? You know, I take a couple months off every time because I don't want to drink. It's a reboot. Don't, you know, if you do judge people like that, fuck you. But if you go to a hockey game, a junior A game, and you can't get a beer and sit down and watch a game, that's, that's terrible. Yeah, that's, that, that's, 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 a, that's a, that's a, that's a. That's oh sorry. That's yeah, just a calm down, that's Justin. A, we don't want to you know, go crazy fine, here. That's trash. It's, that's it's absolute garbage. It it's it's a it's a it's a travesty to travesty 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 travesty. It's a travesty the to to things that are so exciting within this part of the world to take that away from from us. The I I. That's why I say at the beginning of this podcast, I'm not sure if they did take away beer sales or not because I haven't been to a, a game to outside of the Metro Center where I know they do sell beer. Well, I can't say for sure because you, yeah, but you know, I haven't like I haven't gone to a SMU game. They might sell beer. They, I'm pretty sure they do at the games. Yes. Okay. So maybe I could be talking. So you will ass. be there. You will be there. Well, 100. percent I'm going to be there. Like that's the point. Does Dow still play at the Forum? Uh, yes. See, so, I mean, you know, the Forum. Ugh, the Forum. The relationship with the Forum is a weird one. <laughs> But you know, you hope you hope for the best, and you hope that uh, that events are going to be able to to be at a capacity where it's it's an exciting environment. That's all I'm trying to talk about here is environments, environments that are exciting to be in, rather than sitting in your bed on your laptop. Being in an environment in Halifax, Nova Scotia, is one of the most exciting things in the world to me. You know, just man, just being downtown in the middle of July where it's packed, you can barely walk on the waterfront and you're trying to get a seat at Salty's and there's thousands of people from end to end. There's nothing that's so exciting. There's so many things in this uh, this uh, part of the world that are just so thrilling. And I hope when things go back to normal that it's not taken away from us. Mask or no mask. Go into the Halifax Metro, go into the Scotiabank Center, wear a mask, do your thing. But if it's 10,000 people in there, you know, Enjoy it. Have fun with it. Don't be scared of it. You don't, what would you rather do? Would you rather live in fear for the rest of your life or would you rather have like 20 great years and just have fun, live the way you want to live? It's a, it's, it's a battle that a lot of people are having in their mind right now, going to the grocery store. Some people, it's a life decision. It's crazy. Anyways, yeah. it'll be interesting to see. That's all I'm trying to say, that I hope things go back to uh, to normal. And once they do that, I don't want to say you take advantage of it, but... You all right, Mark? You just got deep there. You just got really deep. Oh, with the grocery store thing? No, the whole 20 years versus lifetime thing. Oh, just, yeah. Just... Well, that's, that's, you know, it's... It's a good point, man. It's a, it. People are living in fear, Mark. Like it or love it. For sure. People people leave their house and it's... Uh, people have the mask. People have the... It's a, it's a, it's a way of life. I, I think when things do open up and they say, okay, 10,000 people are allowed back in the Metro Center. Do you think they could do it? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's what, that's what it's you gonna think? be like. I have faith. Yeah, you think? Yes, man. Yes, people are. I do. I really do. I think that I like. I feel like people who are who are just turning nineteen missing are missing out on it. They're gonna want to do it. I think the people who have done it are missing out on it. They're yeah. gonna want to do it. Um, I think the adults taking their kids, they're missing out on it. They're gonna want to do it. I really do. Be interesting. It'll be really interesting. You all right, Mark? Yeah, we just got deep there with that last part. Oh, about living? Yes. Yeah. It's true, man. It's, there's nothing wrong to cry, man. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all good. It's a it's a weird time right now. If you got to step out, Mark, you got to step out. I'll be fine. You I'll sure? Be, yeah. Jesus. I didn't mean to make you cry. That's cool. It's cool. Okay. 
you the passionate gonna talk, man. It's fair yeah. enough. No, it's, it's enough. um, but uh, you know, sometimes you got to be real on this podcast. There's a lot of things that that happen in this world that you know you got to the snowflake over it. A lot of the things we talk about, every you know, it's jokes, it's fun, but sometimes you got to get real and you have to talk. Is that the dog? Yes. It's <laughs> gonna be a little like light, light tap here. Yeah. Is that what gets them? <laughs> yeah, just like it lets them know what's up. Are they still going? They're still going. What time is it right now? What time in the podcast? No, like time time. Oh, 108. Yeah, those are the kids for lunch walking by. (laughs) Is it? You know this place. Well, no, because like the kids that come home from school, it's this time they go back, so the dogs always bark at them. Yeah. Um, But yeah, the, you know, I guess guess the point I don't want to say is... What are we talking about? Live in fear. Just get out, enjoy the the, the freedom that we're going to be able to have. Hopefully, here in the next uh, six months. Oh, people are saying September. I don't know. Could be September. Could be October, November, December. When do you think it is? I hope it's September and October. And I just want to say one more time. Well, actually, it's the first time saying this, but um, the what you've been saying this whole time. We're just trying to tell them. We're not trying to tell people how to live their lives. Just friendly suggestions from you. Because you're a friendly guy, right? Just friendly suggestions. Friendly suggestions. Yes, exactly. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> you're not telling people what to do. Just suggestions. Absolutely. He's suggestions. speaking his truth, Mark. Doesn't need to be everyone's truth. No, it's just speaking the truth. I'm, I'm telling people how I feel you know? without... Yeah, without, truly how you feel. I'm telling people how things used to be once, and those times are not, yeah. those times are, are, are not relevant at all right now. And one thing that people are doing right now because you have to is stay inside you have to stay safe you have to you know wear a mask you have to do certain things that allow you to to i guess see another day you have to do that but there's going to be a time like i said with this baby boom with the bars opening back up with hockey games opening back up i just hope that people are using this time right now to appreciate how good we really have it once things open back up that's all I'm trying to yeah, say. That's fine. When that's things fine. open back up again, really start to appreciate it. Really start to see the little things that are available at our fingertips for us to walk into a rink for $5 to see some of the best hockey players in the world. For you to go see that local baseball team and sit down with a pack of, uh, is it barbecue or? What, sunflower uh, seeds. Sunflower seeds, but what's the? Oh, yeah. the Chips. Spits. Spits, barb, you know, you go to a. a, a He's in here. What's, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay. Oh, Jeff, you got the garbage can over there. Or Mark's going to get up and go. There's, um, you know, to be able to go to a, a dry Dartmouth game and, and see some great baseball outside. You bring a cooler, bring a six-pack of beer and sit down and, and watch the game with some spit seats. I know, man. There, there's some things that need to, uh, that that I hope that, that really emerge from, how long has it been, a year since we've been going with this? A little over a year. A little over a year. I hope that there's some things that emerge from it and... I hope that uh, I know I'm not going to change anything, but I, I just hope that things uh, I hope that things are a little bit uh, I hope things that are appreciated just a little bit more, just a little bit more. Yeah. And when that Wednesday passes, and maybe you don't want to go do this, you'll maybe take a second guess, and you'll go, you know what? No, I am going to go do this. I'm going to call three other buddies. I'm going to go to this game. I'm going to go to this field. I'm going to attend this, and I'm going to have the time of my life. Because that's the availability and that's the option that we have in Nova Scotia, Atlantic Canada. That's it. You guys want to say anything? How much time are we at? 
Uh, 53 minutes. Jeez. Oh, that was a good You're little doing. rant. That's good. Sports fans coming together, man. That's yeah. what it's about. You want to? You got emotional too. I know it's that's it's life, Mark. Yeah, I know. We, we all right. We'll battle through. Yeah. We're Maritimers at the end of the day. Some of the uh, toughest people in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Toughest. Yeah. Grunt was that maritime grit. Yeah. I love that scene. Maritime Jeez. grit. Just it's hard. Life is the hardest thing you can do. <laughs> oh man, it's tough. <laughs> Yeah, Mark, Jesus, Mark. It's hard, but we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it, and then when it's done, we're gonna flourish. Yeah, we're gonna flourish, prosper. I, I honestly do. Like I believe in that baby boom. Like that's a great thing. People going out, you know, loving one another. It's 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 life. That's that's beauty. That's it's it's an amazing thing being able to run up to a buddy that you haven't seen in seven, eight years that you went to high school with, and you run into him at a sporting event or at bingo or whatever you do for fun. Just being like, hey, Dave, how you doing? How's life? Oh, remember Miss, you know, Miss, uh, what's the name of a school teacher? McDonald. Mc- Miss, remember Miss McDonald from Science 10? Oh, man, we uh, we missed that day. So, you know, this is reminiscing about the old times with people that you haven't seen in years. And that's that that's part of the, the cultural experience from around here is, you know, not being shy. The most open people in the world here, the most char- charismatic. Most charismatic. The yeah. most charismatic people are from here. Charming. Charming people are from around here. And that's something special that, you know, I've never lived in other places of the world for more than a year, so I've never really been embedded in other cultures. But one thing that I always recognize is being able to run into a stranger that you haven't seen in a couple of years and picking things back where you've left off without a hiccup. That's, you know, that, and a lot of those things come from leaving my doors and going out. Nostalgia. And there could be a little bit of fear in a lot of people. That's one thing I was saying to Jeff a second ago. I hope when things open up, there's no fear because fear is a fear is a part of what's going on right now. Hundred percent, people are scared. Maybe you know with the vaccine coming, people are a little bit more open to certain things, and they know that uh, you know the you know people can beat it. I'm not a science, not a, not a scientist or a doctor. I don't really know the true uh, the true terms here, but I know when it first started, the the fear factor was a lot higher than it is now. People know that you can beat it somewhat. I guess, prevalently, you can just beat it a little. You can, you can somewhat oh, well, get yeah, around it. It's like a flu. Yeah. I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah. But anyways, we'll see. We're good. I think we're good. All right, everyone listening, thank you very much uh, for tuning into the High Button Podcast. We're actually back tomorrow. Paul Brothers is gonna be uh, on the podcast, lead anchor for Global News Morning. Love it. All right, we are out, ladies and gentlemen. We're out. Peace.
champagne on ice And she said We are all just prisoners here Of our own device And in the master's chambers They gathered for the feast They stab it with their steely knives But they just can't 